Welcome to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh. I hope everybody is doing just fantastic. I am actually in the Rochester area, which is absolutely cool. I am in the studio at WYSL today, and man, we're having a blast down here. Just uh, absolutely an amazing place, but glad to be back into Western New York. If you're a first-time listener to the Dark Delight Show, this is where we talk about the unfolding global conspiracy of communism coming to America, the usurping of the United States Constitution, the infiltration of our institutions, economic, social, cultural, political, militaristic. It's happening. It's happening right now. Man, a little quick announcement. This weekend, Saturday, July 2nd, at Mortalis Brewery in Avon, New York, we'll be doing a meet and greet from noon to 3 p.m. That will be myself and uh, some other people from WISL will be there. And we're going to be doing a meet and greet. So I urge you guys, if you have no plans, to come on down, meet us, say hi. Come on in and have a beer or a water or whatever it might be, but come on down and say hi and uh, come meet me and I can meet you and we can put the, the faces to the voices, right? All right. So today we got Dr. Kirk Elliott joining us. Kirk, what's up, man? Hey, I'm doing awesome. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well, man. Good to hear from you. So yesterday the Dow dropped about 500 points. We got yep. this teeter-totter going on. Tell me what's going on in the economy, man. So this is a wild week for reports uh, because it's the last week of the quarter. Uh, we start the third quarter. And so abnormally huge reporting week. So what's coming out this week? Because these reports and these events that are happening always make the markets jittery, right? Especially when you're not l looking at good results. So what are we looking at? We've got, uh, let's see, yesterday... Durable goods came out pending home sales. Okay, that didn't look very well. Because with interest rates not just rising, Josh, but accelerating, because two months ago, rates went up a quarter of a point. Last month, they went up half a point. Two weeks ago, they went up three quarters of a point, right? And probably in July, they're going to go up three quarters. So it's not just that the rates are going up, but they're accelerating every single month because the Fed knows that they've lost control on this inflation train. So, so pending home sales are not going to look good because the affordability of them is down. Now, an event that's happening it, this week right now as we speak is the European Central Bank Forum begins, which Chairman Powell from the Fed is going to be speaking there. So what are they going to talk about? Well, we don't know exactly until their minutes come out, and but... What I'm guessing is they're going to be talking about what they've talked about the last couple of times is the movement from a fiat-based just paper currency to a, a central bank digital currency, right? Because Bank of Japan is oddly meeting at the exact same time that the European Central Bank is, and I bet this is the conversations that are happening. So then, yesterday, the Case-Shiller Home Price Index came out. And, of course, housing prices are coming down for the first time in a long time because interest rates are going up. But here's, here's where it starts to get a little bit squirrely. As we are talking right now, the Consumer Confidence Report is going to um, basically make its results public. See, consumer confidence is why stock markets go up. Because let's say you were to invest in... Google, Tesla, Apple, whatever, right? You invest in those companies because they have good products and they say, okay, moving forward, I bet that these companies are going to do great with their stock prices because they have great products, right? 
Well, when consumer confidence starts to wane and come down, people aren't going to invest anymore. And this is probably why we saw a 500-point reduction in the, st in the stock index yesterday and why this kind of turbulence is going to continue. And then later today, real GDP numbers come out. And remember, we talked about this on our last show. The World Bank decreased the global GDP growth by 31% mm -hmm. over the last three weeks. Went from 4.2 to 2.9% expected growth. So what is real GDP in America going to show? Not good numbers because the numbers aren't there. Then tomorrow, initial jobless claims come out. Personal income comes out. But here's the biggie, and it's not even a report. But this Friday, uh, the European Central Bank is stopping its bond buying program. So let's put this into perspective what that actually means. So the petrodollar is going away, right? Uh, is, is the demand for automatic built-in demand for the U.S. dollar is going away. When we don't have foreign capital inflow coming in, how do we, how do we fund our obligations, our, our stimulus, our, our you know, raising the debt ceiling, our entitlements, everything else? Well, the Fed buys U.S. treasuries from the federal government with mm -hmm. money that they print out of thin air, right? So if they were to stop that, well, then how would the federal government get money? Well, they would just have to print without discretion, you know, inflate or die scenario. This is exactly what's happening in Europe on Friday. European Central Bank is stopping its purchase of, of European bonds, and therefore they're going to have to go to an inflate or die. It's like, Josh, this inflation that we're seeing is just beginning when the central banks stop these bond buying programs because they still have funds, they still have obligations, they still have interest payments on their debt, and now that there's no bond buying programs, the governments are going to be forced to have austerity measures or print money without discretion or both and none of that's a good thing so no <laughs> you know I, I saw a few reports as well that uh, the united states as well as other g7 nations are going to stop uh, accepting imports of russian gold uh, the ruble is the best performing top currency right now in the world which is backed upon gold zimbabwe yep. has now um, change their currency to accept gold. Um, what's all this gold stuff about? Well, gold is the de facto currency of the world. Pretty much it's got value, it's tangible, it's real. And people are looking for transparency and honesty and accountability, right? So, so the times of central banks issuing paper money with no backing is, is done. I think that that time is over. So the, here's, here's geopolitical conflict at its beginnings, right? So all physical conflict almost always starts with an economic conflict. So Biden and the G7 nations telling Russia, who's now backing its currency by gold, that they can't import any gold anymore. What are they trying to do? Kill the, kill the ruble, mm -hmm. right? So, so is Putin going to stand, sit back and say, eh, it's all right? No, he's not. I, I bet this embroils into even a more of a major conflict. So add to these other conflicts. I mean, this is this is a weird week. I mean, I'm not even kidding because um, NATO has added 300,000 troops to their to their uh, immediate response ready troops. 300,000. Why? I mean, 
are they expecting to be invaded or are they expecting to invade? I don't know, right? Um, but you look at what China just did. Yesterday, the, the Asia-Pacific kind of military chief for, for the U.S. noticed that – or actually reported, not noticed. That's a stupid word. He reported that China has amassed the largest military in the history of the country. Hmm. <laughs> and China's an old country. So is China expecting to be invaded? No. What what country in the Asia Pacific Rim would invade China? Like nobody. China's like the big kid on the block. So that tells me that China's getting ready to invade. Yeah. <laughs> when they build up the most troops in the history of the country. And so this conflict, Josh, is is going to really have a dramatic negative impact on the markets. It's going to be a massive impact on the markets. Yeah, you're absolutely. And, you know, we're going to take a break here in a second, but I wanted to touch on this is that the value of gold and silver right now in the market is not being reflected in what's happening in the economic downcline of the markets, the global GDP, the national GDP, as well as all the kinetic, uh, the talk of kinetic aspects of war that are coming up, especially the economy. And so this is really, really important for people to understand that. Right now, we have inflation skyrocketing. They have global GDP in decline. We are basically in a recession heading towards a Great Depression. And two of the massive hedges for inflation, gold and silver, are barely moving. And, and they're <laughs> it's like market manipulation all over again. But one of these days, these things are just going to take off. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back in just a minute with uh, Dr. Kirk Elliott and more of the Dr. Light Show. We'll be right back. Hey, guys. Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and and this show, the Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot that's r-e-d-p-i-l-l-s dot tv slash patriot and secure your long-term emergency food storage from my patriot supply my patriot supply is by far the largest preparedness company in america they're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage when you need it it'll be there lunches dinners drinks and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. 
My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we're back on the Dark Delight show. And uh, that last ad you heard, that was Dr. Kirk Elliott. And we're talking to Dr. Kirk Elliott right now. If you guys want to give him a call and talk to one of his team members or anybody about your 401ks, your IRAs, Uh, or just getting gold and silver into your portfolio or even into your safe at home, whether it's bullion or whatever, give them a call, 720-605-3900. So, Kirk, it it seems that the price of gold and silver is not moving with the economic reactions that we're seeing in the market. It's, It's not going down, and it's kind of like in a little stabilizing pattern, but... We, we've seen we've seen it go up over the last probably three days, two out of the three days, but nothing is going to go straight up. Nothing is going to go straight down. So when you see this kind of activity in in both markets, in in the paper markets and in gold and silver, you always have to look at fundamentals, Josh, and mm-hmm. say, okay, what causes paper like stocks and bonds to come down? Well. It's rising, you know, it, it, the inflationary pressures because people spend less. It's rising taxes, political chaos, and unsustainable debt. So that causes stocks and bonds to come down. Those exact same forces cause gold and silver to go up. So general rule of thumb, when something is going up, you get in as soon as you can. When something is going down, you get out as soon as you can, right? So so what we're seeing right now is is, if I could explain it in like a – story is gold and silver trying to find their way right there they're seeing if this is the bottom the wheels are spinning they're in the wet clay and now they're going to hit like solid ground and just shoot forward because everything that we're seeing is very fundamentally strong for higher gold and silver prices and it's probably a matter of days and i think you start to see some big huge jumps especially as some of these reports that we opened up the show with start coming out between now and the end of the week. Yeah. And, and, you know, as the weeks progress into what I call the summer of love, the the redux of uh, 1967, 68, and 69, we're going to start seeing this start to hit the grocery stores, start to hit people's pocketbooks. We're seeing it right now. I just drove across country, well, halfway across country, Colorado to New York. And, uh, Gas was atrocious. I was each state I was going through. I was going through um, Nebraska. I'm like, oh, gas isn't bad here. And I got into Illinois. I'm like, oh my god, I need to get out of here. And then I'm like, please, Indiana, be lower. Nope, Indiana was higher. I'm like, please, Ohio, be lower. Nope, it was higher. And then I got to New York, and I'm like, man, this is not good. And so we're gonna see this incline of prices. Inflation is gonna continue. There's there's no way for the Federal Reserve, the federal government, to curb this. It's just not going to happen because they're not doing the right principles, microeconomic and macroeconomic principles, to actually bring down the inflation rate. Correct. Correct. I mean, they're doing absolutely the, the wrong thing. I mean, if if you could say this is everything that they should do to make something go up, they're doing exactly the opposite. Uh, they're, they're paying people to stay home rather than creating jobs. They're raising taxes rather than lowering taxes. When you lower taxes, people spend more money. That's what stimulates the economy. 
interest rates are, are kind of a pickle for them because it's one of their two ways that they can actually slow down inflation. Actually, there's three. So way number one that they have control over, raise rates, causes people to spend less, will cause prices to come down. Way number two, shut off the stimulus money. If they don't print it, people won't spend it, right? So that's a way for inflation to go down. Well, they're not doing that. They're, they're going to keep kicking the can down the road because nobody wants the economy to end on their watch, right? So what's number three? Do nothing. If they do nothing, just let the markets collapse, the stock market correct. When it corrects, that'll get rid of inflation, because, but, but the stock market's probably going to come down 50 to 60%. See, I think this is what's actually going to happen because they don't want to say it was our policies that caused it. The stock market just corrected, right? Mm-hmm. So, so the, and this this came from Barry Edelson, who's who's one or Edelson, one of the largest hedge fund managers in the world. He's a multi-billionaire. This was his analysis that they are probably not going to do enough. They're just going to pretend like they're doing enough to raise rates a little bit here and there. But for it to really work, they have to raise rates to like 25%, like in the early 80s, to tackle inflation. Nobody believes that they're going to raise them that high, but I think they get close. But in the meantime, they just let the markets correct, and then it's not their fault, right? I mean, right now, they're already playing it's not my fault game. They're blaming everything on Putin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so why would why would they change their tune? They're not, and this is part of the reason why I expect the markets to just come free falling down. Yeah, and, and you know, you mentioned China there, and China's amassing a massive army. We had some leaked audio come out of the Guangdong province a about a month ago. This was actually confirmed as legitimate. I, I know that a few different types of people in military and intelligence and so forth came out and said, you know, that's five to ten years down the road. It was a planning strategy call um, meeting, but. My sources say that that was legitimate and that they're planning for this type of kinetic strike on Taiwan before November of 2022, which pins it right before the election time frame, uh, potential world war breaking out because China would have to get through U.S. Um, naval blockades to get into Taiwan. And with that happening in and around that time, Taiwan is critical to um, U.S. manufacturing, global manufacturing chipsets. 72% of the world's microchip uh, manufacturing comes out of Taiwan. Um, Do you think we're headed into an incredibly dark economic time for the last half of the year, last quarter of the year? I I do, and I hate to be the bearer of bad news, right? Don't kill the messenger, but... But these things are bigger than you and I, Josh. It's like all we are is is reporting on it and trying to connect the pieces. But economic collapse always ends up in war. It just does. Throughout history, it just has. So uh, this is part of the reason why Martin Armstrong, one of the best you know trends forecasters on the planet, has said we've now entered into a war cycle. Part of that is because of the economic cycle that's coming in here, the interest rate cycle. Part of it is because of the foodflation issue that we're seeing, and being hangry is a real thing, right? I, I, I say that kind of tongue-in-cheek, but, but it's real. When, when people and entire populations of certain countries are starving, it just makes people angry, and you go into conflict, right? So, so we're seeing rising food prices, economic collapse, rising interest rates, unsustainable debt, 
I mean, throughout history, these end up in, in war. I mean, let's look at America. You had World War II that followed the Great Depression, right? You had, you had in 9-11 that followed an economic collapse during, during George W.'s last four years and his lowest approval rating ever. And then you had now economic collapse that's followed by what? Uh, Russia, Ukraine, slash China, Taiwan. Mm-hmm. You mean war always follows economic contractions? It, it does. There's, there's actually uh, William Strauss and uh, one of his partners, uh, former professors, wrote a, a great series of books on this. One's called The Fourth Turning, the other's called Generations, where it breaks down this in an analytical perspective of the 90-year cycle of humanity ever since Roman times to current, where every 90 years we move through these various economic and war cycles and then cycles of rebirth and uh, kind of a golden age. And right now we're heading into this economic decline slash war cycle, very, very similar to what happened pre-World War II. Um, and man, it, it's getting crazy out there. Uh, I think that everybody just needs to get prepared as best as possible. Like I said, if, if anybody's interested, go to getgoldtoday.com. That's the web address. You're going to see the, the K plus E up there in the left-hand corner. And you can scroll down, and it's going to be my uh, my smug face right there. You're going to have an important message from me. <laughs> and uh, But then at the bottom, you're going to see a form um, and then a phone number, 720-605-3900. I urge you to give Dr. Kirk Elliott's team a call. It's a free consultation. They're definitely going to take care of you and help you in every respect. Kirk, what can we see in the next uh, week and a half for those people out there eager to uh to jump on the economy and 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 maybe get into the moves well i'm doing a ton of tv shows i'm actually going to be in virginia beach at a clay clark event coming up um so yeah it's it's just busy right now we've got we've got a lot of people that need help and i'm trying to uh view interviews like with you every place that i can and spread the message of hope it is it's not a dark message it's a message of hope that there are solutions we can do to protect and preserve and grow. Awesome. Hey, Kirk, are you going to be speaking at the Clay Clark event in Rochester, New York? Not going to be speaking oh. there, but I'm just going to be doing a bunch of interviews with with show hosts while I'm there and just meeting meeting a lot of my clients, which are there. And, uh, yeah, I'll be roaming around. If anyone's there, make sure you come and find me. Well, you know, I might have to come on back down to Rochester for that event. I got I to gotta give Clay a call. For those that don't know, uh, Clay Clark's Reawaken America tour is coming to Rochester, New York in August. And so you can go to, uh, I think it's what, thrivetime.com and find out the information on that. Correct, Kirk? Correct. Perfect. Kirk, I hey. Think it's th- I think it's thrivetimeshow.com. That's it, thrivetimeshow.com. Absolutely. And for those interested, if uh, if you go to uh, redpills.tv and send me a message, I can get you guys that information on that as well. We're going to try to have Clay on the show here before that happens. I, I was talking to him the other day, so I need to get him scheduled. But Kirk, thank you so much for joining me today, my friend. Always great to talk to you. Thank you for the economic update. We're going we're gonna to hopefully get you guys some calls because you know what? You need to get over the Kirk's team. They are the ones who can help you. They're the ones that can take care of you in these dire financial times. And uh, if you think things are bad now, just give it two weeks. It's going to get much, much worse. So much appreciated, Kirk. Thank you much, guys. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back with more of the Dark Delight Show after this. With Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back with the Dark Delight Show. 
And yes, that was Dr. Kirk Elliott. Oh, man, he is such a good guy. Doing a lot of good work. I've known him for a while now, and uh, I can't even tell you the amount of people that responded back to me, emailed me, or called me and told me, thank you so much for introducing me to Kirk, because him and his team are just absolutely fantastic. So please definitely give them a call and visit that getgoldtoday.com. And yes, as a reminder, this Saturday at Mortalis Brewery, noon to three, it'll be Meet Josh from the Dark Delight Show. You know, if nobody shows up, it'll just be me there drinking by myself. But that's okay because Mortalis has amazing beer. (laughs) Um, All right. So we see some news coming out this week. Who is Cassidy Hutchinson? This is right. Who is Cassidy Hutchinson and why is there this realm of mystery surrounding this. So she testified yesterday at the, the January, January 6th committee, the, the fake committee there. And uh, she was an aide in the White House and overheard someone telling her, right, here, here we go with hearsay, here we go with second uh, version conversations here, that Trump had some bad moments in the White House, uh, that Trump grabbed the steering wheel from his Secret Service limousine driver, To the Capitol on the day of the riot, according to White House aide Cassidy Hutchinson, who said the story was relayed to her by another White House official. Well, interesting enough, right after this happened, and this is where this story gets mysterious. So Cassidy Hutchinson, just a few days ago, changed her statement and changed her lawyer, switched her lawyer to a former chief of staff of Jeff Sessions, and then all of a sudden goes to testify in front of the J6 committee, and she says these outlandish claims, which, by the way, the Secret Service agents had already testified behind closed doors, and their testimony was completely the antithesis of what Cassidy said. By the way, it's physically impossible to grab the wheel of the steering uh, of the Secret Service limousine. The compartment is totally blocked from where the president is, and this is due to security measures. I don't know if you've ever been inside one of those presidential motorcades, but there's no way to get near the Secret Service in the front seat. That's done by design. Now, a source close to the Secret Service has told NBC News that the presidential limousine driver is prepared to testify under oath and as well as Trump's personal Secret Service agents that that never happened, that that is a completely fabricated Response. So Cassidy Hutchinson here is lying. But why? Why is she lying? The question is, is was she pressured into do this? How could somebody pressure her into doing this? Maybe threats on her life, threats on her family, maybe promises of grandeur, maybe promises of uh, getting back into the White House. Who knows? But we're seeing some strange things come out of Washington, D.C. How about this one? Michael Strenger, Senate Sergeant at Arms on January 6th, who was in charge of the White House inside or in charge of the security inside the White House. He was set to testify yesterday to the January 6th committee. Well, hard to testify when you're dead. That's right. Michael Strenger, who was set to testify By the way, his testimony was not what the January 6th committee wanted to hear. I don't know if you guys heard this, but his initial uh, testimony came out and basically he said that they had noticed that there were operatives working within the crowd. 
that there was infiltration, most likely from the FBI, within the crowds. And uh, then the day before he's set to testify on this, well, he <laughs> he's dead. No cause of death has been reported yet, but uh, if it's related to Hillary Clinton in any way, shape, or form, I bet um, he died of a suicide, most likely being hung and then shot himself twice in the chest with a shotgun because that's how Clinton sides actually operate. Speaking of Hillary Clinton or just uh, that whole world of uh, corruption and crime and, and sickness, Yislaine Maxwell has been sentenced to 20 years in prison for her crimes with her, her deceased partner, Jeffrey Epstein. And so she will spend probably the rest of her life behind bars for what she had done in grooming young women as young as 10 years of age from what we've heard from reports to go to uh, Jeffrey Epstein's island and uh, have some crazy times with a lot of famous and powerful people, including Hillary, who's been on the Lolita Express about 15 times, Bill Clinton, who's been on the Lolita Express about 23 different times. Um, who else do we have here? We have uh, Prince Andrew. I mean, the, the list goes on. If you want to know who's been on Jeffrey Epstein's plane visiting that island and doing some very, very bad things and illegal things with uh, with minors, you can go check that out. But uh, our current politicians have been there as well. Mitch McConnell's definitely been there. Cocaine Mitch, that's what we call him. Cocaine Mitch. Well, the Biden administration has uh, began a de facto amnesty for millions of illegals. Biden regime quietly had begun throwing out tens of thousands of backlog immigration court cases. The documents have revealed, you know, this whole border crisis is beyond anything we could have ever imagined. You know, Kamala Harris, who's in charge of the border, has just given up. She, she's done. Um, she put, up, put about as much effort into the border as she did with Ukraine. You know, she uh, she put more effort into sitting on her knees in California <laughs> to get elected senator. Um, sorry, just a quick little joke there. Uh, the Federal Reserve Chair Powell says the Fed can avert recession, but it is getting tougher and tougher. You know, I don't know how he says that we can revert recession. We we're just talking to Dr. Kirk Elliott about this. We are already in a recession We've had three straight months of economic decline. I, I, you know, the global GDP is declining, 31%. We, we've seen this come up with the numbers. The national GDP has declined almost 3.1% in just eight months. This is not a good situation, and the Fed is only going to exasperate it to all ends. You know, with uh, I, I got a lot of financial news. We we shouldn't even go over this. We we already talked to uh, Dr. Kirk Elliott. We can skip over all this stuff. You know, Trump has won big uh, in the Illinois primary primaries, and we saw the primaries here in New York State yesterday. And it looks like Senator Zeldin has uh, won over Giuliani there. So it's going to be an interesting time come November. Uh, can Zeldin take out Hochul? Well, I, I think uh, I think it's definitely going to happen, at least legally. You know, voter fraud is rampant in many of the states around this country. And this is one thing that we talk about here all the time. And I don't think it's a surprise to anybody out there is every election for a very, very long time has been stolen. Think about this. I We can mark the date 
when the United States of America political systems were hijacked, right? November 22nd, 1963, John F. Kennedy. That, that's when it all started. And, and don't, and we, you know, here, I know Kennedy was a popular pen, president, and this will probably get a few people mad at me. But one of my good friends is Mark Shaw, who's wrote in, um, many, many different books on the Kennedy assassination on the Marilyn Monroe killing, as well as a book called The Reporter Who Knew Too Much, which is an amazing book about the reporter who basically was uncovering the Kennedy assassination and the involvement of the mob in the CIA. And she was eventually killed for the information that she brought forth. And so I've uh, talked to Mark three different times on a various different radio shows that I've been on. And uh, had the pleasure of interviewing him for multiple, multiple hours. And I've seen his research, and he's a legitimate guy. But Kennedy, he, he bought that election. Joe Kennedy utilized the mob to basically get the unions to go out there and vote for John. And then John turned on the mob. The mob formulated with Lyndon B. Johnson as well as the CIA came back and uh, took out Kennedy. And this is after Bobby had uh, gone out and gotten rid of Maryland because Maryland was about to talk. And uh, she was uh, at a, an event a few weeks before and was uh, drinking a little bit. And she was uh, had some loose lips about the Kennedy boys and the things that they had been telling, telling her. And so they knew that she was a security risk. And so Bobby flew into L.A. and um, had the job done. And Mark has uncovered a lot of this information. So really interesting. But, you know, this is one of the pinnacle points that we can mark that our country was hijacked. The, the original coup occurred within the United States of America. And I would say that every single election since then, at least in some sense, has been stolen. And it's not necessarily a Democrat or Republican thing. It is both a political thing. This is how they stay in power. This is how politicians stay in power for 30, 40 years. Do you think people keep on voting for Chuck Schumer or Nancy Pelosi? You're crazy. No, Nobody's voting for them. The establishment sees them as the prime person to continue their agenda. And yes, there is an agenda. The agenda is to usher in a new world order, a one-world government, a techno-fascist, totalitarian, oligarchical-controlled state. And that's where we're headed now. Look at what's around you. Look what's happening. Everybody certainly does want to rule the world. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back with more of the Dark Delight Show in just a minute. Hey, guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, the Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. 
Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. Back on the Dark Delight show. All right, this is uh, this is fun. It, you know, it's it, it's good being in the studio. Um, yeah, this is cool. I like this. I like this. I hope you guys. I hope the the audio is a lot better. It's better than my makeshift studio in my uh, in my house, right? But if you want to give me a call. Three four six three thousand or toll free eight six six five five two one zero zero nine, and uh, we're talking about what's happening in the world. We're talking about voter fraud, election fraud. That every election since Kennedy has definitely been stolen, and there's ample amounts of evidence to prove this. And now we're finding out lots more evidence coming out about the two thousand mules documentary. More states are coming forth and finding evidence of this. Arizona has proven inconclusively uh, that. The election was stolen from Trump, that Trump won Arizona. We know that Trump won Georgia. And just those two states right there give him the election. Uh, we know in Pennsylvania, Ohio, Michigan, Wisconsin, I mean, the list goes on. But these things, you know, they're never going to look into them. They're, they're never going to look deep into election fraud because you know what? The Republicans are in on it. The Democrats are in on it. They're both stealing elections. And this is why there is no investigation into it. Let's go to the phones. John, what's up, man? Hey, hey, Josh. You know, I listened to the NPR uh, uh, propaganda yesterday in that hearing. Uh, totally ridiculous. It's unbelievable the bias that came out of that. But, but I got to tell you, I know Trump didn't do what they said he did. That witness uh, said he did, but but I got to tell you, he would be, in my opinion, justified in doing it when, when he knew about the the tremendous voter fraud that went on uh, in these uh, battleground states, and he had to be furious when Bill Barr uh, said there was no significant significant voter fraud. My question to you is, did Bill Barr? ever watched the legislative hearings in the battleground states. I personally did. I, I think I, I must have watched 25 hours of it. And uh, the, the evidence was overwhelming. Uh, what was Bill Barr doing? Well, see, see, Bill Barr is a deep stater. you got to remember, the day before uh, Jeffrey Epstein's death, before Jeffrey Epstein hung himself in a uh, uh, secured location cell Bill Barr went and visited him that's that's pretty interesting right Bill yeah. Barr 
was talking about voter fraud before the election. Oh, we need to watch out. We need to watch these mail-in ballots. Oh, there's going to be rampant fraud. And then when the fraud actually happened, Bill Barr is the one who – one of the state attorney generals – in Pennsylvania, wrote a letter to Trump. I guess this guy's running for uh, governor now. But he wrote a letter to Trump saying, you know, President Trump, I, I love you. I appreciate you. And, and right after the election, we believed there was voter fraud. And we had tons of information, reports coming in, tons of evidence coming in of severe voter fraud in Pennsylvania. But I was ordered by Bill Barr not to do anything with it, not to investigate it, not to go public with it. And they handed it over to the state attorney general's office. And that right there, you know, this guy was like, I'm a Marine, so I was just taking orders. But no, 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 no. That, that's incompetence right there. That's that's uh, devoiding your constitutional oath right there. That's what that attorney general did. And Bill Barr is the one who ordered him to do it. So something happened between that October, the November time frame of 2020 that took Bill Barr out of the picture. And most likely this comes about because of the things that we were talking about before. He's just Lane Maxwell, Jeffrey Epstein. What they ran was not a prostitution ring. And that's the, maybe the big disclaimer here. And, John, thank you for the call. That, that's not the big disclaimer here. What they ran was a blackmail ring. Jeffrey Epstein was in bed with the Israeli Mossad. All right? They were – basically what they would do is they would bring famous and powerful people in to Epstein's island or Epstein's uh, mansions or whatever. They would get them with these young girls. They would videotape it. And sometimes do some horrific crimes with them. And then they would sell that blackmail to the highest bidder. And now think about a foreign country coming in who has this blackmail who can now use it against a powerful politician or a powerful multinationalist business owner. That's how these people operate. And so Bill Barr, I don't think, was innocent in any accord on this part. I think Bill Barr was 100% completely guilty. We know his father had visited Epstein's island multiple times, that Bill Barr actually knew Jeffrey Epstein. And so I think Bill Barr was absolutely corrupted, and they were, he was probably given the evidence before the election and told to just stand down and shut up. And that's exactly what he did. And now he's even attacking Donald Trump to no extent. And so... Listen, you know, we were talking about this the other night on the show, uh, my podcast, The Daily Dose. There's a lot of things happening right now, and there's a lot of things being uncovered. And Donald Trump is a smart, strategic, and intelligent man. Um, for those who don't know, there's this whole Q phenomenon. I don't know if people know about the 17th letter of the alphabet and this whole, you know, the they, they call it the, on the mainstream media the Q cult or whatever it is. But uh, that mysterious figure had disappeared in December of 2020. He posted on some back channels, the 8-coon, 8-chan, um, and all of a sudden, he just reappeared a few days ago on Friday, during uh, right after the Supreme Court decision. Now, what's interesting is uh, this, this Q figure always does these different validations, and the validations and confirmations he'll confirm with various timestamps, and it, it's pretty cool how it operates. Whether it's a legitimate person, um, I, I do believe so. I've I've been I've followed that whole thing for a very long time, and being someone who's former military, being someone who has inside information pertaining, I, I talk to I talk to generals, I talk to admirals, I talk to people in the intelligence community. Um, that this person is definitely connected within Washington, D.C. and has some inside information and knowledge and is definitely leading and guiding people towards the understanding of this knowledge. It, obviously, it uses psychological warfare tactics, but 
this person posted 1,700 days after his first post, 17 being the 17th letter of the alphabet. And that's kind of how that mysterious figure works. But now with this return of this Q figure, people are saying like, oh, was this all part of a plan? And if you start to look at it in this light, maybe Donald Trump let the election get stolen. Maybe maybe they knew it was going to be stolen and just let it happen. Now, why? Well, let's think about this. If you wanted to take down the swamp, if you wanted to drain the swamp, the swamp isn't just Democrats. It's not just liberals. It's the Republicans, too. It's conservatives. It's, it's rhinos. You have to catch them all. And the best way to catch them is, as this Q figure would say, is when does a bird sing? Most people would say, well, when it's in a cage. No, when it's outside on a tree branch, when it's free. After the election, you got to imagine the arrogance that went around Washington, D.C. Oh, my God. We just stole the election in front of the American people and they did nothing. They had to be high on their horse to the point where they're making deals back and forth. They're um, they're happy. They're giddy. They're they're talking freely and openly because now they're back in charge of the DOJ. Now they're back in charge of the DOI, the DOD, so they don't have to worry about being spied on. But now over the next, let's say, 18 last 18 months, what if? They were being spied on. What if this information was being collected? What if it was being gathered? And this was all coming to a head that we truly do have everything on all of these people. We've identified them. Not only that is, you know, this is a great move for Trump because the election was stolen from him. You had certain people that came out in support of him. You had Boebert. You had Marjorie Taylor Greene. You had Gozar and a few others. Other than that, nobody came out and fought for him in the sense of election fraud. The Republican Party abandoned him. Now, what does that show to the American people? You can't tell the people the truth. You have to show them the truth. And now people are seeing the truth. And so if you wanted to drain the swamp, you got to discover who the swamp really is, who is completely infiltrated in the swamp and corrupt. Well, all the people that turned their back on Donald Trump when the election was stolen from him, who did not stand up to their constitutional oath, who did not begin investigations in the voter fraud in the 2020 election, who did not stand behind our president, the truly duly elected president of the United States of America. And so I think that a lot of this was a discovery process. And I know there's a lot of pain. There's a lot of horrors and there's a lot of things happening right now in this world that are scary, that are crazy. And it's going to get a lot worse. But I think that there could be a plan for Trump, his candidates and everybody to take back Washington, D.C., to drain the swamp, to bring America back to what it once once before to make America great again. Guys, that is all the time I have for you today. We'll be back you back with you tomorrow with another episode of the Dark Delight Show. I'll be in studio for the next few days, and I'm hoping to see you guys on Saturday, noon to 3 at Mortalis Brewery, so put it on your calendars. If you go to Red Pill Project Online, and that's on Facebook, Red Pill Project Online, there's an RSVP there. You can go ahead and RSVP. Much love, respect. God bless. We're going to see you guys tomorrow. Take care.